Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. All in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or your computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating a podcast today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&A and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, I love engaging with my audience with the Q&A and the polls. And I also love the fact that I can upload my video podcast on Spotify because I know my audience love watching it sometimes when they're traveling on their commute. I highly recommend you give it a try and you can download the Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com forward slash podcasters to get started. I didn't have a vision, clear vision of what I really want to become. I just wanted to get out of my house and I wanted to do something big and I really didn't have any clarity what I want to become. Marriage is not required if you love each other, if you really want to be with each other. Whether you're married or you're not, it doesn't really matter. We do it for the society, I feel. You should have children only if you really want it. Why, I really don't know, but I feel that we are enough for each other. I am not the queen of the nation. I don't have to produce an heir. Or I am not from a dinosaur species that my species will be lost if I don't give a child. There is another funny reason that they say that who will take care of you? Another reason people give is uh, your properties and everything, whatever you have earned, your assets. What are you going to do? The Boshri. Hi. Welcome to Mumbai's Millennial Mind. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to have you here. This is your first podcast, right? Correct. So I have given a lot of interview, but I've never like really spoken in in a podcast, something like this. So yeah, my first time. So happy to have you here. But for people who don't know who you are, yeah. tell me a little bit about yourself. So um, I am an actress. I have done a TV show. Uh, it's for Star Plus called Suhani Si Ek Ladki. So it's a daily soap which runs like uh, five days a week. It's still uh, on air in Hotstar, you can always watch it. <laughs> but there are like so many episodes because it ran for three years. Wow. Yeah, and I was there for two and a half years and uh, that's how my career started. So I always wanted to become an actor. Uh, I was into classical dance and art and you know, a lot of uh, uh, theatres and stuff mm -hmm. uh, from my childhood. So that brought me to Mumbai. I'm actually from Darjeeling. It's a hill station in West Bengal. Okay. So then I traveled here. And then uh, when I started doing my education in hospitality, I got opportunity to work in uh, series, you know. Okay. So I never thought that I will become an actor. Or Why? Because, um, so what happens in small uh, hill station, uh, there's no career like acting or modeling, but uh, then you can become a doctor, engineer, 
So <laughs> that is more at that time it was more of career. Now we have multiple careers in entertainment industry, but you know in hill stations and small places they don't consider it like that. So when I came here, I actually wanted to do hospitality course. Wow. Yeah. And so when you say there wasn't really a career, do you mean there was like a taboo? Like Correct. people would look down upon modeling and acting? So not like that. My family is from a very liberal uh, background and they have liberal mentality. Uh, Bengalis are rich in culture and mm. arts and all. But, but then we never thought it can be a career. You can earn money. Yes. You can make it like a proper, you can do it like a hobby, but not, you know, you cannot make a living out of it that sort of concept you Got know it. so more serious jobs are like you know doctor engineer or at that time uh, cabin crew uh, wow. they were really trending so <laughs> i may, made it an excuse and i came to mumbai to become a cabin crew and you came by yourself <laughs> yes my mom uh, of course she came she supported me she left me to Mumbai okay and then while I was doing so I didn't have a vision clear vision of what I really want to become I just wanted to get out of my house and I wanted to do something big and I really didn't have any clarity what I want to become but I was uh, very inclined towards um, entertainment uh, dance art and all that so when I started working in uh, hospitality industry, I was rather doing my training. I was mm. not doing a job. So then I got opportunity and I that's how I my career started. And how did you get the opportunity? So uh, when I was doing my airline course, somebody randomly gave me a pamphlet. If you, you are quite photogenic, you can do your portfolio. So I kept it with me. And then uh, I, I was very sure I'll become an air hostess, so I was doing my training. But during the course, I felt that I'm not enjoying this. This mm. is not giving me happiness. What am I doing? Like, I'm not looking down at that um, profession, but yes. it was just not meant for me. Because I wanted to do something big, you know, something where I am happy. Mm. It wasn't giving me happiness. And moreover, I'm not like, a, mm, I don't like flying that much, I realized at that time. <laughs> I, I'm still very scared of landing, especially. No way. And you're going to become an air hostess? Yes. Okay, so maybe that wasn't the right path for you. <laughs> yes, yes, correct. So then uh, while working uh, in this industry, like hospitality industry, I realized that, you know, and then I thought that, okay, that guy had given me this thing, that pamphlet, let me reach out. Yeah. And that's how I reached out to him. He was a photographer. I did a portfolio and um, it was for free. Like it was not a work work. I did it for him yes. so that he can show it to his clients for his, as his work profile. Yes. You know, that's how my journey started. So I just did it like, okay, I'm doing it for you. Mm. So let me shoot some frames for you. And then you can use it for mm. your own work. So when he started showing um, this girl, uh, you know, this is my profile, then people started asking, who's this girl? She's really, you know, call her for audition. Call. And then there was an urgent requirement of this show uh, where the lead was getting replaced and they, I was kind of fitting in. So they called me and next day I was shooting. Stop. Yes. With no experience? No experience at all. 
What? Yes, correct. Oh my gosh. And then what happened to your education where you were studying? You were like, I quit it. <laughs> so the one thing I had was courage, I feel, because mm. I'm the youngest um, child of my family. Um, so youngest uh, child and a daughter. Wow. I was the first one to step out of my house. See, for metro cities and big cities, it's quite normal thing but from uh, coming from a middle class family mm -hmm. uh, from a very small hill station not a small hill station it's quite popular if you live in India you know but still there the culture and the value system is totally different people are more protective towards their kids they don't let you go out and mm. all so but then I had that courage you know and self-belief that I will do something in life let me just get out because I knew that there's no opportunity there. I have to move out where I don't know. It just came, it just happened that I got this aviation course here in Mumbai and wow. then I came here and then that's how it started. I love that. That is so inspiring. Yeah. How did you have that courage then? If all the, if you're the only girl, yes. you're the youngest yes. and women are in, in kind of like that area you grew up in very sheltered and protected. Correct. Why were you so different? I still don't know why am I different. I'm still different and I, my thoughts and my values and my everything is very different. Uh, it, you are just different mm. sometimes, you know, mm -hmm. in a good way or sometimes in a bad way. Yeah. Sometimes, um, but I think it was for a good way. I had that courage and my mother believed in me. Yeah. And uh, she supported me and she brought me here. And uh, then there was like, of course, the jo journey is too long, but I kept on believing myself. Mm. I had that courage that one day I will reach where I want to reach. And I believe that I still have to, because when you grow in your life, mm -hmm. in your career, your dream starts changing, yeah. you know. Now this, then next step is something else. Mm -hmm. So where I am today, I, I did not dream about this when I was a kid you know or 10 year 12 year old mm -hmm. I had different dream I had this dream of uh, coming to a big city and doing something yeah so when I started this journey I had different dream mm -hmm. now I have different dream of so course. it keeps changing of course and you're always growing and you're always evolving correct when you decided to kind of go into this acting role mm -hmm. was this the big star plus series no what was the first one so that is when my uh, real struggle started so I was like, I had no clue about acting. Yeah. Of course, I was into art. Yeah. I was into dance. I was into theatres. But acting in front of camera is totally a different game. When I faced the camera first time, that is when I, that is, that was the moment I knew that this is what I want to do. Because that gave me immense happiness, wow. joy. I felt um, empowered. I felt like I can be anyone else, you know, get into the character and be anyone else and express and like anyone, you know, mm. but I didn't have formal training. I, I was nervous. That show also, okay, you asked me the name of the show. It was for DD1 channel okay. and the name of the show was Chandra Mukhi. So Chandra Kanta was a very popular and known show of DD1, which I also loved as a child, but uh, the sequel of that show was Chandra Mukhi and I just did the show for three months and the show 
went off air. Okay. Yeah, and I was struggling big time in the show, performing, um, learning, learning about the crew, camera, how to of face course. camera, how to take lights. Uh, while doing everything, you have to um, also concentrate on your performance, your costume, your makeup. And I was doing a costume drama, so I had to wear, like my first break was only huge. So I had to do multiple things. So I, I understood that I have to take a formal training. So okay. then I went to uh, uh, film school. Okay. And then after, um, how long were you in film school? Uh, almost six to seven months and then I got this Star Plus show. Wow. And that was a transition? Like you, you felt better going into the Star Plus show? Yes, that was a huge show. Okay. Because DD is like a national channel, you know. Okay. Nobody watches it. We all but watch Star Plus at home. Yes, I know. It's quite globally popular. It is. So, yeah, Star Plus show was quite big for me and that gave me a lot of exposure. Um, th and that time, um, social media was not so active initially, but by the time my show was over, uh, it started coming up, Instagram and mm. everything. But I was very artistic, you know, I was not into show business. I just used to perform and that's right. it. I didn't believe in showing up in front of audience or people or mm, so somebody told me that why didn't you start your Instagram so that's how I started my Instagram no and um, because I was a TV celeb it got verified quickly because at that time it wasn't like now yes yeah so it must have been really tough after after you gave up the show, what is that when you kind of went into content creation? So you had another avenue to explore. Correct. Okay. So one of my uh, friend who used to uh, study with me in the film school, he couldn't do well in acting, so he started creating content. He became a blogger. That okay. time, it uh, like uh, we used to call creators blogger. Now yes. we say content, content creator. creator. Yeah. <laughs> so every time it's evolving and changing. But yeah, he became a blogger, and he also used to run a PR agency. So he told me, you know, I'll send you, you have a verified profile, you have a quite good number of followers, I'll send you some perfumes, like expensive perfumes, luxury perfumes, why don't you just pose? So I started doing that, I said, oh wow, you'll get free stuff for nothing, just posting a picture. <laughs> it started from there. Yeah. Now I understand how difficult it is to create a content, but that time it was just like that, you know? Yes. I don't have to spend the money, I just have to post and my posting was just like a normal picture, not yeah. like a proper aesthetically shot or something. That's how I started and then later on uh, when I started traveling, I uh, traveled the world and I started like I had good fashion sense since childhood and mm -hmm. uh, I used to wear lovely outfits and pose and wherever I travel I had lovely locations and that's how um, it became a piece of content. Wow. You know and whatever I started wearing bag everything that I wore became you know like that became a piece of content yes that I was not aware of so it was natural it was very it organic was very natural yeah I got it yeah and then I came to know then brands started approaching me and they started asking me for commercials yeah and then I was like okay I can ask money for this yeah I was like wow that guy didn't tell me because he also of had his course. motive you know he was making me do things for free. Mm -hmm. So, you know, people are selfish these days. They do something for you, which I'm grateful about. He kind of navigated me to this, but he also had his own motive. So 
that is fair enough but mm-hmm. i at least got this opportunity and that's how i start started creating content which is really true to me yeah i love that yeah and so while you were creating this content is is that how you met your husband or was it before that was before when i was acting i was doing a show and i had a lot of act, actor friends and uh, she happened to be my husband's friend and he right. had come to mumbai to visit just to visit okay and i was going through a heartbreak that time okay i recently had a heartbreak and right. i was going through that phase you know dark phase yeah. if you have ever gone through a the heartbreak worst. you know that so i was not in i was not going out i was not doing anything so my friend she called me you know my friends have come from bangalore uh, why don't you come you'll feel better we'll go out for dinner and that's how i met him your love story is a uh, is very unique for me yeah and i want to talk through it sure so you met your husband you started mm-hmm. dating yes but you are from different castes Correct. right talk me through the journey so i am a bengali mm-hmm. and i'm a non vegetarian hardcore mm-hmm. he is from uh, he's a jain uh, so he's from rajasthan um he's from a very conservative family i am from a very liberal family mm-hmm. but he is not like that because he lived his entire life like from college uh till his career and all away from his family right um so when we started dating i knew that my family i i'm a very strong headed person yeah if i want something i get it <laughs> if i don't want then you know it's yeah. okay. I, i'll not be interested i'll not make an effort i knew that if i want to be with this guy i will i my parents will be okay with that because they believe in me mm. they know that i'll make a right choice mm-hmm. and i know how to convince if i really want something <laughs> <laughs> yes so but for him it was difficult yeah so then what happened was within 2 to 3 months he moved to mumbai he shifted and i was very initially i thought okay this guy will just say no and it's okay but then he shifted to mumbai and that was like leaving everything you know wow he was ready to leave his job but then his boss was like not let he let was not ready yeah so he, and he gave him this flexibility of working from home and go live your life type you know? wow. so he shifted here with everything all his belonging and all and i was the one who was looking for a flat for him and that's how everything started and uh, that is something which quite made me impressed and i was like this guy is really serious about me mm. you know so um we started living uh, together after mm-hmm. a few months of course my brother was also living it was uh, with us wow yeah okay so we three were living together like a family okay and how was that did you tell your parents my parents knew after some time my parents knew about it and they were okay with it okay yes did his parents know his parents knew a little bit not totally but little bit because they are very conservative and mm. they come from a very different kind of mentality um you know very communal mm. about their culture about you know everything religion and everything mm. 
so i respect that mm -hmm. that's okay i told him take your time that's not a problem unless my family is not pressurizing me i'm okay with it yes yeah because i don't have any issue staying with a guy without marriage you know you were fine to not get married yes what what why is that because i feel that marriage is not required if you love each other if you really want to be with each other whether you're married or you're not doesn't really matter we But do it for the society i feel really hmm. so you feel that you, there's no extra level of commitment if you're married it's just a piece of paper correct if you're committed you're committed it doesn't have to be on the paper i feel but you're married now yes did you have a wedding no i didn't have a wedding you're my idol i want to be like you when i'm older ah <laughs> uh, i wanted to have but it just didn't happen but now i'm okay without having it even if i wanted to have i wanted to have like a very small ceremony where mm -hmm. my family and my very close one enjoys the moment yes. together celebrate us mm -hmm. not like a grand marriage where you call 1000 people and they care a shit about your marriage you yeah. know, just have come to wear nice clothes and eat nice food and that's about it and show off you know i don't believe in that i get that yeah so i didn't have to like i didn't want to have a ceremony but i wanted to have like a small ceremony where we celebrate our mm -hmm. togetherness but that didn't happen why because his family was uh, against our marriage wow. against uh, his mother was not uh, aware of the marriage for a very long time <gasps> and my uh, his father was aware okay but he couldn't come That's because so she was not you know okay with it so when did she find out so there was a lot of cures and uh, you know there was a lot of um convincing uh, he i am not blaming him because he tried his best yeah and it was just not happening and i also couldn't stop the marriage because my father my especially my mom and my dad um they were like if you're living together you have to get married okay even if your brother is staying with you doesn't matter because people will talk in india it's like that you yeah. know people will talk mo more for people and less for what you really want that's what happens more here people more concentrated on you know what people are talking about and i understand where it's coming from because we live in a society especially i don't care but my family you know they care mm -hmm. and i can convince them for some time but i also understand where they are coming from mm -hmm. so i started uh, pressurizing him you know why don't you tell your parents and mm. so but then till the end he could not so we had to sign the paper and his parents wow. were not available <laughs> and was that really hard for both of you did that put a strain on your relationship yes that time was so i was getting married but i was not happy i was like why am i doing this mm. you know i was not getting um, i was you know wedding is a big thing for anyone i think if if you really want to yeah and you should be happy it's a happy moment yeah it should not be stress okay anxiety and all that nerve wracking all yes. that thing happens that's a different thing but my entire process was very painful and stressful and it was just okay let me just get it done type you know really so 
exactly so that is what happened and we signed the paper that was a formality uh, my parents came and my brother was there my few friends like to as only witnesses mm. were there so they came just to sign and we were done with that how did you push through how did you know that he was the right person for you like all of this for one person you know I, and how did he know? I wish he was here because I met him before. I want to ask him, you know. He moved to the city. His family don't approve. He's given up everything. How did you know he was the right person? And how did he know you were the right person? So our relationship was not smooth. Um, we had our doubts. Mm -hmm. We had our um, small breakups and patch-up. But there was some um, connection between us, some... Um, Maybe that's the friendship that we share, uh, the strong bond of wanting to be with each other. Yeah. You know, doing small things together, the love, we call it love, but I call it friendship, companionship, and really wanting to be with each other. Mm. You know, there are a lot of things that I don't like about him. Probably there are a lot of things that he doesn't like about me. but. Nobody is perfect, I no. feel. But what matters is how much you really want to be with each other. How, whether you miss that person when, it's just not missing, missing, whether you feel that your life is incomplete mm. without that person. It can be anyone, I feel. Mm -hmm. It can be your lover, your husband, or a friend, or yeah. a parent. So, that one person who really completes you in terms of um, you want to do things together that companionship that friendship you know mm -hmm. we have a very good friendship see romance and all these things fades away after mm -hmm. some time you know you don't feel that kind of oh, eye locking kind of romance <laughs> which we had initially yes like holding hands and looking into each other's eyes that will be only very temporary but what will last is your friendship and your companionship and how much you want to be with each other and that was that is still very very strong and we knew that no matter what turbulence comes in our way we want to be with each other and we kind of found a way to be with each other so nice and yeah. seeing you both here today you can really see that you know you really are so so well suited to one another and i think having the right values mm -hmm. you know when we look for a partner we always say what's your type in terms of looks, in terms of height, in terms of the outside characteristics. But actually, what we really need to ask ourselves is, what's your type in terms of who they are? Mm. You know, what characteristics are aligned? Mm. What things do you want and what things do you not want? So that when you're meeting someone, you don't overcome all of those obstacles too. Correct. One of the things I wanted to speak to you about, which I've never spoken to anyone about, is not wanting to have children. Yeah. Because it's very... I've never ever met anyone who's mm. been so open in telling me I don't want to have kids. Mm. Talk to me about that decision. Have you always known you don't want to have kids? Yes. Really? So when we met, we knew that we don't want to have. So that's why um, these are small, small things which are very common between us. Mm. We have same values, same interests, like we both love traveling. Uh, he helps me grow in my life, supports me mm. in what I do and helps me um, in all all the way possible, same way I do it. So 
relationship should be where it shouldn't be toxic you know you yes. should help each other grow share the little moment together and similar kind of you don't have to be similar person but you have to enjoy similar like we love yes. traveling we love food mm -hmm. so one common thing was we don't want children why why now <laughs> so i feel you should have children only if you really want it why i really don't know but i feel that we are enough for each other mm -hmm. and we don't want so the reasons has to be very clear why if i ask you why you want to have a children yeah. do you have answers yes i think for me ever since i've been a child i've always looked after like my cousins or my nieces or nephews mm -hmm. and i really believe that they make me so happy Mm. And I love the idea of having someone in your life that you can guide and you can teach and you can make and like you know when you when you meet someone I feel mm. that I've just had this maternal instinct towards them and I love looking after babies and I just okay. feel so happy when I'm with them you know yes. if we if we hang out with my cousins the first thing I always say are the kids coming and if the kids aren't coming I don't want to come you know like this whole holiday my family came and the kids didn't come and every day I was missing them watching their videos like every single day mm -hmm. but I've always from a kid like even when i was 12 mm -hmm. i'd want to look after my nieces and nephews mm -hmm. so i think that's why i definitely do i really want to be a mother so that's the right answer you know that's the mm -hmm. correct answer so that i don't have yes yeah yeah so why will i have a kid when i don't feel this way yeah i, I am it. maternal i yes. have pets i've been taking care of pets since like 10 years wow people may think that okay they are just animals but i have the similar they need more care than a human baby because they will always be dependent on you so true human baby they grow and then they can take care of themselves but yeah. i do have motherly instincts and you know that kind of feeling and mm. i do have taken care of my babies because i call them my furry babies Aww. both of us are like that you know we both love them so much but the other things that you said i don't have that mm. i don't feel like taking care of a human baby i don't feel uh, so why will i have it i get it people give me reasons like you should have something of your own so i feel I am not the queen of the nation. I don't have to produce an heir or I am not from a dinosaur species that my species will be lost if I don't give a child. You know, so these are my true. reasons. You're not going to be extinct. Yes. Yes. I'm a normal human being. You know, I don't have to produce an heir. So why a piece of me? Then then another reason people give us uh, your properties and everything. whatever you have on your assets you know what are you going to do yeah what are you going to do so nowadays at this time i feel everybody is so independent look at me look at you look at everybody mm -hmm. nobody is really dependent and looking for their parents money True. and if that's the reason i don't want to have that kind of baby <laughs> you know who wants yes that is another reason which i find it very stupid mhm mm and uh, let me think so these reasons are not good enough for me to have a baby i get it i think if you don't have this instinct and you know one of my friends actually she she is an indian so yeah. she's english but she says 
I just don't like kids. I find them annoying. Hmm. I find them messy. I don't. I find. I don't feel any need to look after them, so I'm not going to have them. But she said I might change my mind when I'm older. But she's. She finds me weird that I want to see my nieces and nephews and I Facetime them all the time. Yeah. And she's like, look, people are different. Like I hate truffle. Okay, I hate it. Correct. Ninety-nine point nine percent of people love it, and that's their choice. Yes. I don't. I can't tell you fifteen thousand reasons as to why I don't like truffle. I just don't like it. So she always says to me, "It's like that,、mm. you know. You hate truffle,、mm. and I love it. And you don't have to give me fifteen thousand reasons." And I think the problem is, is when we deviate away from the standard, we always feel we need to justify everything with so many reasons. So I don't want to have a big wedding. And I feel like I need to justify it to everyone. Well, this is the reason, and this is the reason, and this is the reason. Why do I have to? You don't want to have kids, and I'm asking you in an interview. But why? And it's like, why do I have to ask you that? You can just say, I don't want to have kids. That's it. Yes. I don't need to justify. You don't need to justify the reasons、yes. to me. You don't need to justify the reasons to anybody else. But the reason I asked you that question is obviously this is an interview.、Yeah. But I'm sure that when you go outside, everyone asks you that, right? Yes. Did you face a lot of backlash? I do. Really? I do, and there are a lot of expectations. There is another funny reason that they say that who will take care of you? Yes. You know, in India, they would when I mean, you grow old. Look at, look at us. I don't live with my、uh, parents. You know,、mm-hmm. my brothers don't live with my parents.、Mm-hmm. Even now, parents are like they. They want to be alone.、True. They want their own space. True. So this reason is not good enough. I feel that who will look after me? I will keep someone to look <laughs> after me. You know, I don't have to have a baby to look after me. Yes. You know, and I'm not even sure whether that you know child of me will grow up and take care of me because now it is nobody does. True. Everybody want to live their own life, which is okay. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, yeah. I am doing it. You are doing it. You、yeah. might do it. Yeah, tomorrow <laughs> when I move out. <laughs> yes, and even parents. You know, my mom doesn't want to live with、um, my brothers. Of course, because she wants her own life, her own space.、Mm-hmm. So that the reasons are not gonna good enough for me to have a baby, and I don't feel the way you feel to have a baby. So true. That is my reason of not having a baby. But do people understand that, or they don't? They don't. How do you cope with all of that? Because you have such a big platform. You know, you're nearly at a million followers on Instagram.、Yes. It's I'm not even a tenth of that, and I find that everyone's got an opinion about anything. The other day, I said as a joke, because、mm. people, I did a Q and A,、mm. and people said, "Are you single?" Okay.、Mm. Now I don't post about my relationship on Instagram,、mm. and as a joke, I wrote, "No, I'm a good Indian girl." Who doesn't post about her relationship until she is married? Okay. Now I am joking. It is. I wrote three laughing faces after that as well. Okay. People were messaging me saying, "So disappointed you said that." You know, are you saying that if you post about your relationship, you're a bad girl, or are you saying that you're not a good Indian girl if you're in a relationship? I was like, "What? What on earth? Like, you can't say anything now on Instagram as a joke. Everything has to be, you know, super serious, and you have to make sure everybody knows that.、Yeah. If you are joking, you have to write, 'I am joking.' So now I have to do that, <laughs> right? Like, this is a joke, just to let you know. Even he's laughing because it's true, right? How do you cope with such a big audience? So. I am a very strong-headed person, and I am a very, in Hindi we call it dheet. 
ढीट मीन्स स्टॉबर्न नॉट स्टॉबर्न ऑल्सो नथिंग इफेक्ट्स यू आई बिकम दैट पर्सन नाउ इट यूज टू इफेक्ट मी सो इंटरनेट हैज़ ओपिनियन पीपल हैव ओपिनियन फॉर एवरी थिंग वेदर यू से राइट थिंग और रॉन्ग थिंग वेदर यू वॉन्ट टॉक अबाउट योर रिलेशनशिप और नॉट वेदर यू वॉन्ट हैव अ बेबी और नॉट आई रियली डोंट केयर यू नो इफ आई डोंट लाइक समथिंग आई डिलीटेड दैट्स ऑल बट इनिशियली इट यूज टू इफेक्ट मी सो वेन आई वॉज डूइंग माई शो दे यूज टू चेक Uh, like what kind of relationship i have with my co-actors if i post a picture with this co-actor means i have a good relationship if i don't post means i don't i'm not talking to this co-actor and then our fans will fight with each other and so i had to delete my twitter account can you believe it i had like i don't know how many followers verified twitter that time verifying twitter was very Huge. difficult mm. so i had to do that because it used to affect my mental health and people used to uh, feel that okay fans used to fight and they used to just assume things that okay if she hasn't posted a picture with this co-actor means she's she has some issues with her you how know? do you how do you cope with that because you know what i'm hearing is you're so strong hmm. you know you you left your small town hmm. you've come to mumbai where i presume you didn't know anyone right so you've had to make friends You've met your husband now, hmm. but your boyfriend at the time. You're living hmm. with your brother. Hmm. His parents are unhappy with you. Hmm. Your parents want you to get married. You're fighting this with not just your families, but the world of we don't want to have children. Hmm. And then you're going through this whole thing about being a social media content creator hmm. and dealing with hate online. How do you cope? How did you get so strong? I think the strength is just within. I don't know it doesn't affect me. Do you do anything to cope with the stress? Because it seems like there's so much going on all the time and there's a lot of outside noise. Hmm. You know? So what do you do to to allow yourself to not care? Cuz I'm sure people are watching and listening to this thinking I care about everyone's opinions. I care too much about my family or I care too much about my friends and I want to be strong. So how do I like you become strong? So from childhood I was like that I really don't care about anyone's opinion so much mm-hmm. but that time I had limitations I had to care about certain people who were really close to me of course so that kind of is that thing is there within me from childhood but now it's very strong having said that it's not that I don't uh feel affected I do So like I said that I was affected when people used to write things about me. Mm-hmm. But slowly I have trained myself to become this person that nobody is going to affect my mental peace because they are not important to me. Why should their opinion affect me? So they are just true. random people talking. They probably are unhappy in their own life so they don't want to see others happy. That's, That's so what true. is my mentality. And then I focus that's one important thing i focus only on my growth yeah what do you mean means i don't compare myself with any other it may sound very cliche mm-hmm. but it's true that i don't and i used to before mm-hmm. not so much like others are totally you know what others are doing no yes. but little bit uh, you want to see what what others are doing why am i not doing this i used to that was like 5 years back but not now anymore because i feel that the universe 
has enough for everybody. Yeah, an abundance mindset. Yes, abundance. And, and how did you kind of get to that? Because, you know, in this industry, in any industry, in media or entertainment, it's cutthroat, you know, and especially amongst women, there's a lot of jealousy, comparison, mm -hmm. less collaboration. Mm -hmm. But I will say one thing, mm -hmm. being in India, I cannot believe how nice everyone is. I am shocked. Like the, the amount of people that are helping me, I've, I only had seven guests or eight guests when I came Okay, yeah. and I now have over 20 people mm. booked in mm. because in two days people are calling people they're calling they're like okay let me call this person right now let me sort it out for you then they're adding me to all these groups with all these people they're yeah. setting up meetings for me I'm like everyone here is very collaborative but that's my experience as I think coming in from someone from the UK mm. was the same experience for you was everyone collaborative towards you uh, not initially but mm -hmm. when you um when you're recognized and when you prove with your work, people will come to you. Yeah. That's what I believe and that's what that's why I don't have insecurities because I know what is mine will come to me. Mm. And what is not mine will not come to me no matter how much I try or cry about it or you know feel jealous. It's not mine. It will not come to me. So true. Are you so, spiritual? I'm a very spiritual person and a lot of it comes from my spiritual life because I truly believe in uh, universal power and I feel that we have the same power within we just have to tap and we have to believe that we can get it and my life is an example of it because I come from a very small middle class family you know where my um, my parents literally had to struggle to get us educated also I didn't go to an English medium school I went to a Bengali medium school no one will believe it now Wow. Yeah. And when did you learn? Because this? my mom, uh, my parents could not afford it. So after 10, I went to an English spoke, uh, spoken English school and I learned it. Then I went to uh, Xavier's College because I wanted to go there. Wow. Because why, you know, my reasons were very clear. Because I used to feel that I don't have anything less than this convent girls. Then why they don't take me in? or why they think that I'm a little lesser than them, why they count me out, you know. So we had group of friends where we would go to a club and we would meet, but they will always look down on us, those wow. who are not from a convent school. Wow. Yeah. Did Shara Khan go to St. Xavier's? In Delhi, I don't know, but in, in, in uh, uh, Darjeeling, we have St. Xavier's College. Wow. And I wanted to go to that college and I could not speak a, a line in English. And you went? I went because I learned. Wow. So I feel the mantra is work hard. Mm. If you have not got it easy, work hard on yourself. Mm -hmm. Believe in yourself and then you'll get what, what is yours. So true. And manifest that life for yourself, right? Yes. By working hard and yeah. doing it. And you have to be a very good human being. That is very important. If you think ill about others and on, only wonder what others are doing, you're not. No matter if you do do the first three steps, you're not going to go there. Mm. Because the purity attracts everything that you want. You know the intention. So true. I say it all the time. I'm like. If you have a good intention and someone criticizes you for it, it doesn't impact me. I don't care. 
But let's say if I've done something with a bad intention or I haven't been clear, that's only when it will affect you. Exactly. And I think a lot of the time, I said this to someone recently because, you know, it was a special time for them and they were feeling upset hmm. and someone upset them. And I said, look, what I've realized as I've gotten older is when someone says something to me and they've upset me, like if I say to you today, look, I don't like your outfit, hmm. okay? You're going to go away feeling upset. Yeah, you might not, but let's just say an example, mm. okay? You will go away. You, you personally won't care. You'll be like, cool, I'm going. <laughs> but, you know, you would feel upset and say, you don't like my outfit. And you would think about it for six hours, seven hours, ruin your evening, mm. think about it next week, whatever. Mm. Me, I've just said it and I've got on with my day. Correct. So now when someone says something mean to me or, you know, someone upsets me, I just think, you know, why is it that you've upset me and I'm going to be upset for six, seven hours and you've just gone along with your day, you know, scot-free is how we say in the UK. Yeah. How, is that, how does that make any sense? Exactly. So now if someone upsets me, I'm like, you're not going to sit thinking about it for hours. You're just going to get on with your day. So, mm. so am I. Exactly. Why am I going to give you the permission mm -hmm. to enter my mindset and my life to upset me? Exactly. Because I'm giving you that power. Yeah. And so if I take control of that power, and I realized that within myself, now I've become so much stronger to not allowing other people to impact me. That is very empowering and that is exactly what I believe. Don't give power to anyone to make you unhappy mm. because you are responsible for your own happiness and no other person is. Mm. No one can make you happy but only you. Similar way, no one can make you unhappy but only you. So true. Yeah. I love that. There are going to be a lot of people who are watching this who are really inspired by your strength. Even me, looking at you, I'm thinking, wow, you're so strong. And, and by interviewing a lot of women in India, I really noticed that a lot of you have a lot of self-belief. I still haven't figured out why. I'm still, I'm still hoping to figure it out. But if someone's watching this and they don't believe in themselves or they're, they're mm. struggling at the moment, mm. what advice would you give them? What can they do to kind of get out of a rut? I don't have any formula but I'll speak from my experience in my life what I have done and if I can do that you can also do it so as I have already told you I've come from a small town mm -hmm. so there was a time that I lived in Mumbai initially like my first few months um, I had come to Mumbai with only 50,000 rupees Wow! that is exactly what I've taken from my family and I not because I don't want to take more that was like my thing that I will not take any more penny from my family. I will make my own living after that. I just want this much of support. So I came with that money. So I had to work and I had to study at the same time. So I was working in a call center and I was earning only 6,000 rupees per month. So in UK that's 6,000 rupees. That's 60 pounds. Yes. And with that money, I had to manage my study, my travel, my food, my stay, everything. How did you do it? I did it. And then I'm coming to the main point, which I have not shared with, even my parents don't know it. I, I just have my mom now, my dad has passed away. Okay. So hopefully she, he doesn't have to hear it, but he'll hear it from top, but my mother might watch it now. So. There was a time I was working in a call center and that call center happened to be a fraud call center. They didn't pay us for three months and they eloped, they ran away. So I didn't have money to pay my rent. I was staying in a paying guest sharing the apartment with six girls. 
and one night my uh, landlady threw me out because I was not paying and she was right from her side. I didn't have money so I was living in a friend's car and I was sleeping in his car at the back of the car and in Mumbai I don't know other places but we cannot park it randomly like so he has to he, he had to park at one place for half an hour I would sleep for half an hour then he somebody will come and say jau jau se, then he will go to some other so that's how I spent one week in the car and I, I will wash off and everything in the office call center office where I was working and by then I was working in a different office center, yeah. and and I would get my salary after one week so I had to do that so that I can get a house to live in but I never cried I was not broken I knew I'll make it it was a weak moment I, I but I knew I will make it you know now I cry more I feel you know that time I didn't cry because I had to survive there was no option for me so when I feel uh, what I want to tell by this example is I have reached now and here and I am paying around 100k to 200k to just my uh, people who is working for my team you know your salaries yeah yeah that's what I pay I don't want to give yes. you a figure how much I'm earning, <laughs> but that's what I'm paying now. So if from there, if I've come here, hmm. because I had to survive, I had to, what I had committed to myself and my family, I had to do that. And I've reached beyond that, you know, I, I did not even think that I'll reach here. I had just thought that I'll do something, mm -hmm. something, you know, independent, that's yeah. it. But just believe in yourself, never give up and get that strength out of your life, out of your gut, wherever possible, because if you have to make it, you will do it. Wow. That's what I believe. My gosh, what a story. I can't <laughs> believe it. You're so inspiring, honestly. I can't believe thinking about that six, 60 pounds for yeah. one month. Yeah. And now you're paying a hundred, two hundred thousand. Yeah, sometimes. Repeat, which is I think ten thousand. My maths is so bad. Everyone's watching this, thinking, yeah. "What is your math?" But my for maths India, is it's so like bad. quite. For India, it's quite much to pay salary, like yes. that much of salary to my entire team. I pay that much to afford that much of salary. I mean, and I still have big dreams, and now I know that I can make it because I've made this far. Yeah. You've inspired me so much and you have, you're so strong. You know, I re I'm really uplifted by all the women who I've interviewed who are just so strong in India. I love it. I think it's amazing. And I'm so grateful to have met you and for you to have come on a podcast with me. Thank you so much for having me. It was an amazing time talking to you. Thank you. Thank you. Everyone, and thank you so much for listening and watching this podcast. Wherever you're listening or watching, if you could please press the follow, like and subscribe button, it would really mean the world to me.